Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of The Big Picture with Larry Raglan. As you can see at the bottom of the screen, there are different ways that you can connect with us on all our social media platforms, whether it be uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and of course, if you're watching us on our YouTube channel, make sure you click the subscribe button at the bottom of the screen. Very, very important. Like, click that thumbs up, give us a thumbs up, like it, and then enable the notification bell icon. And that will make sure that anytime we upload new content or go live, you'll be notified first. Uh, if you're listening to us on our podcast, then make sure wherever you get your podcast broadcast, that's your favorite app, that you follow us, uh, like the, the broadcast, and more than anything, make sure you give us a five-star rating and give us a good review that will help us get in front of as many people as possible. Today, i got a special treat for you. Today, I'm going to be bringing in a video recording that my wife, Sandy, and I did at a marriage conference last year in the middle of this global pandemic, and our topic was uh, having a great marriage in the midst of chaos, and uh, not just in the chaos of the pandemic, but chaos of life in general. We share some of our struggles. We talk about some of the things that we went through. Uh, where our marriage almost didn't make it, and uh, how God came in and saved us. It's a very, very powerful, powerful teaching, and I hope it helps you. If you know anybody that's struggling uh, in issues of marriage, uh, if you're single and you're thinking about uh, getting married, maybe engaged or praying one day that that will happen, this will be a good teaching for you to understand how to face the situations when you come upon them. So let's, without further ado, let's get into this teaching. It's not long. It's about 25 minutes, but it's some very, very powerful stuff. And uh, don't forget to like this broadcast and subscribe. God bless. Let's get into it. Well, hello, everybody. We are Pastors Larry and Sandy Raglan from Solid Rock Church in Birmingham, Alabama. Our assignment, Sandy, is we've been asked by Pastor Chris to talk about living up through difficult moments and right. seasons of change. Yes. So yeah, thanks, Chris. Gave us a, a really <laughs> hard one. No, no, but it's it's that's that's uh, talking about difficult things. But mm -hmm. honestly, that's something that we know a lot about because uh, we've been together for quite a while, and we've gone through several uh, times and seasons Absolutely. that were difficult. There will always be seasons of change in marriage. Absolutely. Um, especially if children are involved. Yes, yes, uh, absolutely. If you're raising small children up through teenage and young adulthood, you will go through many different seasons and change in your life. But as individuals, we change. Yes, we go yes, through seasons. Absolutely. And um, if you're not going through those seasons together, yes, uh, it can be kind of awkward. That's the key, together. And that's the tool of the enemy to try to pull us away from being together. Mm -hmm. Because when we're together, we can usually, if we got God in our lives, we can work through something. But yes. when we start being individuals, it's his fault, it's her fault. Right. You know, that's when it gets It's magnified. a lot harder to navigate when you feel like you're dealing with this on your own yes. or you know if you are dealing with something on your own you don't want to share it with your spouse right exactly and they're constantly wondering what is it what's going on they yes. they want to go through it with you oftentimes and so of course that's why communication is so vital it's so vital you know i think about when you think about this subject i think about our vows that that all of us took when we got married whether it was in a church a courthouse or somewhere you took some kind of vows and and in those vows uh, if you had a tradition 
unconditional type vow. Uh, you know, I think about that part where it says, you know, I commit myself to you mm-hmm. in sickness and in health right. for richer, for poorer. And I think when we say that, I, I, I mean, I feel pretty confident that if you want to marry somebody <laughs> and you're, you're, you're thinking about marrying them, yes. at, at least at that moment, yes. you really do think you are saying what you believe. Yes. I'm going to be with you through sickness and in health and rich or poor. Uh, but then life happens. Life definitely happens. And then you find out yeah. if you're really going to live those mm-hmm. Some those of vows. us are young when we get married. We go yep. through all these seasons. We yep. get older. Yep. Sometimes people start having health problems, other issues. And, um, you know, you may find yourself saying, wait a minute. Yeah. Especially if you are getting married when you're older right and the joy and the happiness is yeah. there and then yeah. a little later you're like wait a minute i yeah. didn't sign up for this well actually you did you did absolutely you did. yes you did you know i think about that scripture that i think everybody in this conference has probably heard a thousand times and i know pastor chris preaches on it many times it's in james chapter one and it says my brethren of course he's talking to the sisters too mm-hmm. he's talking to the body of christ right. he said count it all joy when you fall into various trials mm-hmm. Knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience, but here's the key. Let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Uh, I tell you what, a lot of folks uh, don't like the book of James because it will step on your toes. Right. And But, you know, our assignment is, Sandy, that we're supposed to be talking about how do you deal with it in a marriage when life hits you unexpectedly mm-hmm. uh, and making you really fully go through with those vows right well this is a difficult scripture to walk out because real life is full of trials absolutely Uh, a lot of things happen of course you didn't plan on it Um, you can never predict you can never fully be prepared if you're a first-time parent everybody says it you have no idea how your life's about to change of course and then you find out um, other things that happen later in life but we have to remember that God is our source. God yes, is yes, our strength. Yes, yes. We face these things through faith, through hope. Yes. With Him. Mm, come on. When you try to walk these things yeah. out without Him, or if you try to do this on your own, say it, and not incorporate your partner, your spouse. Yes. And especially if you're not asking God to help you, of course, it's yeah. going to be hard times. Yeah. And that's why we have to call on Him. We have to pull on His strength. And we have to do it together. Yes. You know, I think about, you know, what she's talking about is that, you know, you don't go into a marriage ever thinking, uh, you know, one of us is going to get sick with mm-hmm. with some kind of... Or tragedy is uh, going to or, strike. Yeah, yeah. Crazy things are going to yeah. happen that are going to have to be dealt with. Right. But and, they do happen. And then, you know, I, I know this may be uncomfortable for some people. Then you go even further and, and you think, certainly, you never go in thinking that one of those uh, of, of the spouses are going to be unfaithful, mm-hmm. uh, going to get caught in a lie, something like that. Right. And then now you've got to overcome yes. uh, things that almost seem... Like they're not even able to be overcome, right. the unfaithfulness. Yes. But, but you know, when we think about these trials that James is talking about, we know that God does not put those things on us. We know that. But but we also know, just like he doesn't put sickness on mm-hmm. us, he doesn't put any kind of trial on us individually, 
Uh, same thing goes for a marriage. When you are in that moment and mm-hmm. you've got Jesus at the center of your marriage, yes. you, you just know, okay, God didn't do this, no. but somehow God's going to use this. That's right. He's going to use this to, to help us live up, to help us live up to that standard. We live in a sin-cursed world. Yes. And it affects every facet of our lives, Absolutely. not just our marriage, yes. our work life, raising our children, yes. our own mental health and Say stability. It. Absolutely. We have to look to Him and call on Him yeah. for everything. Yeah. But yes, you've got to have that partnership with your husband or wife that you can depend on that person, that you can talk to that person, that you can minister to each other because it can be very lonely trying to uh, navigate the trials of life when you just feel like you're trying to do it all yeah. by yourself. Yeah. And, and you know, let's so go back to that scripture again. Count it all joy. Mm-hmm. That just blows my mind when you think about, okay, so I'm supposed to be excited about when I'm going through trials. <laughs> that is not what it really means. It means you can count it all joy because you know that your God is working it to your good. Yes. And and it, it's not joyful to go through no. it, but you trust that God has yes. got you. You yes. know, one of the things that blows my mind is, is uh, you know, we read scripture sometimes and we don't even realize what the original language that was written in what it means and so i love to do word studies and uh so when it says let patience because it says tribulation mm-hmm. trials works patience so i tell people all the time first of all you know when people come up and ask us to pray for patience uh we just sort of laugh and say <laughs> obviously you hadn't read james because that means you're praying for trials you're praying for tribulation yeah. but if trials is working patience and then that next part it says but let patience have its perfect mm-hmm. work so i look at that word perfect and in the original greek it's the word to and it means complete. So instead of, you know, our idea of perfect is that something looks perfect, mm-hmm. something is doctored just right, right. it looks great on the camera, that's the world we live in now, mm-hmm. that, you know, you keep taking the selfies, <laughs> just till, perfect. till it's perfect, yeah. <laughs> but that's not what that word perfect means. It means complete. Right. So, so when we talk about marriage, marriage is supposed to be, you know, you complete me, I complete mm-hmm. you, the two shall become one. Right. But then you take that scripture and you put it in what we just read from mm-hmm. James, it says, Patience doesn't just want things to look perfect. No. He wants it to be complete. Yes. And, you know, we complement each other, and we yes. need to. Yes. We need not only to have influence with each other, but we need to help each other in all ways. Yes. I mean, this is what a true marriage is. Absolutely. And talking about teleos and being complete. Come on. How awful is it to go through a hardship, a trial, mm. a, a, a tragedy, something happened in your marriage, you barely make it through by the skin of your teeth, but you really haven't learned right. what right. that trial yes. was trying to to yeah. teach you yeah. it really wasn't completed yeah. because yeah. often right. you see people make the same mistakes yes. again yep. they didn't learn no, from didn't. the original um, experience and you know god would have that for you to come through that yes and yes. to learn to yes. not repeat it yeah. to uh have healing after whatever this struggle or this hardship or this trial is to come out on the other side and to restore you yes so that you can help each other and hopefully help others along the way absolutely and you know i say at our church all the time the 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 greatest tragedy of any trial or any uh season of despair is not the trial of the season of Mm -hmm. despair it's that you would go through that and come out of it and not be changed not be changed that's the greatest tragedy learn yeah yeah not learn so you know it's time for us to get a little 
personal here and it's it's uh you know it's still it's a wound in us that we need to talk about but god's healed us from this so it's a little difficult to talk about but i think we need to be transparent with folks because you know people sitting there watching this this conference some of them that are watching us know us Mm -hmm. but many of them do not know us right and they just see you know here's this couple you know they've been married all these years you know they've been in the ministry for all these years their children are grown all this kind of stuff they look so happy which we are happy we are definitely happy but you know, they just think, okay, well, they're just talking about something they studied. No, we've lived this. Right. We've lived this out. Yes. Uh, life has been extremely difficult for us in many, many mm-hmm. ways, from the times that we start in our marriage when we didn't have nothing, uh, all the way up to when you know God's uh, blessed us in the ministry and so forth. And and we know that there are times that that it almost looked like we weren't going to make it. Yes. So I think about the, the the times that that the enemy attacked our marriage. And you know, we've been in the ministry since night. 1994, pastoring this church. We married in 1989. Been in the ministry most all of our marriage. Got married in May, began youth pastoring in August. So that's all we've ever known. So when you get in the ministry sometimes, you you are begin to think everything is okay because you're working for the Lord right. and you don't really realize what's falling apart behind. Right. Everything's just going to work out yeah. for you. You're not going to have to deal with that stuff all the other people have to deal with. No. Right. You still have to deal with the same things yes, that absolutely. other people are dealing with in many cases, um, along with doing spiritual warfare yeah. because you're trying yeah. to work in the ministry. Yeah, and not only are you dealing with the same things mm-hmm. everybody else is dealing with, you got to fix it behind the scenes a lot of times. You do. Because you can't let people you see you. You have to keep that strong face because yeah. people are counting on you and yep. you can't fail. You can't have problems. They'll lose confidence in you. But yep. on the inside, sometimes you're just dying. You're yep. drying up because you still have to keep your relationship with the Lord fresh. Yep. You still have to make sure you're praying, studying, Yes. That you're having that intimacy with God. And a lot of times, for me, personally, I can speak, that doing the ministry took away from my own personal relationship. Right, yeah. And I had to go back to square one. Yes. Because I was just burnt out, dried up. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't help anybody else because I'm right. a mess myself. Right, and um, obviously, you know, we had problems with each other along the yeah. way because we weren't being mindful of our yeah. own personal relationship, our own personal spiritual yeah. relationship. Because you'll work so much for God, you'll yes. forget about God. You absolutely you, you, do. You, you'll literally. How con- crazy does that sound? It's but insane. It's true. But it is true. It is you, true. You, you mentally or subconsciously convince yourself, I'm doing all this stuff mm-hmm. for God, so therefore everything must be right, right with God. I'm okay. I'm okay. We're I'm okay. I'm going to be all right. All my you know, problems are going to be worked out, but. So that's what happened to us. You know, we're we're in the middle of a building project, a re- restoration of an old building, and and I'm working all the time physically with my hands, pastoring the church. Church is growing. I mean, looks like everything's going great. Um, and to the, on the outside, to everybody else, it did, and even to myself because mm-hmm. of the way my mind works. I'm like, you know, hey, these are the best times of our lives. Everything's going good. What I didn't realize is I'd been neglecting my wife. I'd been neglecting my children. I'd been neglecting my time with God, yes. uh, and, and I and I had become really uh, not the man that I used to be, and mm-hmm. the man that she had fell in love with. That we had made those vows together. And the same for me. Yeah. 
And it's easy to throw blame around when you don't want to look at your own self in the mirror and accept responsibility for what you've done and not done that has gotten you to this place in life. So I think specifically around somewhere around the year 2006, you know, we were, like I said, we were in all all of that in the ministry. and, And I was actually getting a lot of preaching engagements, preaching in different places. And I'd actually just got through preaching a great revival service. Altars were filled. I was just on top of the world the way preachers are. And we're sitting in a little restaurant afterwards just me and my wife and my two kids and I'm just going on and on about the night and all this and my wife just looks so so unhappy and um, so I look over and ask her what what's wrong and then she just drops the bomb on me there right after that service and basically in a nutshell told me you know you're not the man I need to I need I can get this off my chest you're not the man anymore that I used to know and uh, I said what do you mean and she went into just telling me some things about me that I that I had was oblivious to and basically gave me an ultimatum I mean here we are everybody thinks that we got the perfect marriage and all this and I thought it but I was killing myself I was killing our marriage it's killing my relationship with my kids she basically gave me an ultimatum and said you know hey if something don't change um, I'm not going to stay with you. I'm going. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to leave you. I don't know if you want to say anything about that before I get into the next part. But that was that was a difficult time for us. Well, it was it was a mutual thing. You know, we don't want to accept responsibility, but there was um, responsibility to be taken on both sides, and we both were neglecting certain things. We both had lost track and lost sight of what the original goal was. When you keep your eyes on Him and stay in fellowship with Him, He can help you to stay on track. But it's easy to get off track. But to bring this all the way back around, everybody's not in the ministry, but they have a similar story. You can get so wrapped up in your children and in their lives, you forget and Mm. you neglect your spouse. You can get so wrapped up in your job, your hobbies, whatever, that you begin neglecting your family. You take your eyes off the true prize and forget how much God has blessed you and to be um, sure to protect and yes. guard what God has yes. given you and take care of what's right in front of you, the things that are most important. Yes. So you don't have to be in the ministry right. Right. to get off course. Yeah. But you know what? No matter how far off course any one of us may get, God can get us back on yes. course. Yes. He can bring the love and the passion yeah. back to yeah. that marital relationship. Yeah. He can restore the mm. love and respect on, that parents yes. and children have between yes. each other. He can yeah. restore all things. Yes. Well, you know, and, and just just to give you how deep it was, her words to me that crushed me was, she's like, Larry, I just want you to know, I love you, but I don't know if I'm in love with you anymore. And when I heard that, it was like, what, 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 do, you, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? And what she was trying to say is, I love you from the bottom of my heart. I love you, and I yeah. want this to work. But right. I, I'm not going to make it work with this man. Yeah. And and so in that moment, I was crying out. I yeah. was hurting, and I was angry. And I did know that it was not all your fault. But yeah, it's easy to lash out. Yeah. But what I was really doing was crying out, saying, "This is not good." But there's still time. Yeah. This yeah. can work. Yes. God can mm. do something here. Wow. There's still time for God to fix this. Yes. Yes. And this is what I'm saying to you. Yeah, yeah. I'm crying out saying yeah. something's got to be done, yeah, but I still yeah. do have hope. 
Yeah, and and I thank God for that. I thank God she, you know, she told me, you know, hey, look, you you've got to change. You've got time to change. We've got to change. We've got to make this work. And of course, who knew God's plan? You talk about greater levels of despair. You know, just in a few months after that, I would have a major uh, medical issue happen with me with my appendix rupturing, which set into motion a uh, tremendous infection in my body. And that next year, just a few months after that that conversation, right. I basically was in the hospital hospital five of the first six months of that year and one time I was in the hospital for 31 days straight and uh, on that 28th day of in that hospital I'll never forget it it's a landmark moment in my life and uh, it was showing me it show and I've said this story so many times that God will not abandon you in the midst of your despair is my wife and my kids were not there in the hospital I was there by myself Mm -hmm. I got off the phone with them put the phone down I was so angry with God I was so angry with myself and I just tell you right now I'm being transparent with you. I let God have it. I said everything that I'm ashamed to even say that I said to God. And I'll never forget when I got through, I heard the Lord say to me, are you finished? Now you've told me about me, but now let me tell you about you. And uh, he began to layer upon layer, peel that onion. And I tell you, I broke down like I broke, not broke down since I first got saved. And I gave my life to God. I committed, I recommitted my God to God as a pastor, keep in mind, and as a husband, as a father, got down on my knees and begged her to forgive me when I got out of the hospital. And it wasn't fixed overnight, but God began to restore that marriage. And I'm telling you what, that was 2007. You're watching this in 2021, and we are lovebirds. We are in love with each other. All right, please. You're on camera. I got you on camera. We 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 still kiss every day. We hold hands. I'm telling you, no matter what you're going through, Mm -hmm. if you have a core in that marriage, and Jesus is there. There is hope. There is hope. Mm. God can restore things. And, you know, I would just speak to those who are just so ready to give up. Think about what God has given you. Think about the investment you've made. Mm. Um, you know, it's not always greener pastures. You know, you can get your mind set on something. I'm going to go over here and do this, and it's going to be wonderful. And just going to, you know, all my dreams and fantasies are going to come true with another person. And if things are going to be perfect, guess what? You can't imagine all the baggage baggage someone else can be bringing with them. They could have more issues and problems that they are dealing with than you're even dealing with. Yes. So, you know what? Let's believe God to restore and fix and repair what you already have and let's just remember how thankful we need to be for what God has given us and that he is not done he mm. can still work mm. in this situation Amen. and I love the name of the conference living up the theme of the conference I should say is living up and, and what does that mean that means no matter how low you are mm-hmm. Just live up, look up. Yes. Just look up. Just know there is always something above you. There's another place to go. And that means if you're in a ditch, look up. Yes. The Bible says, to, to whom is the hand of the Lord revealed? Mm-hmm. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Can the arm of right. the Lord reach you? The arm of the Lord can reach your marriage. Yes. We want to encourage you today that no matter where you're at, no matter what has happened, we're look, I'm not condoning the things that have been said and done. They need to be dealt with. They yes. need to be repented of. Yes. You can't just wash them under the rug. Right. But the reality is this. 
God is able to heal any marriage. Yes. Now, I'm going to tell you, some of the hardest marriage issues to heal is, is infidelity, unfaithfulness, and all of that. And look, we, we, we have not experienced that, but we have counseled multiple people yes. over the years that have. And I'm going to tell you something. God can even heal those kind of situations. And we've seen Him save marriages yes. that, honestly, in the flesh, we didn't think how in the it world how in the world could be but but they they had one thing they had a desire to let god work in their yes. life and they had a humble heart and they decided no matter how low they are to look That's up right. so we want to tell you push through we will encourage you be yes. strong fight for your marriage fight for your marriage there Don't. can be better days ahead. Absolutely. God has a purpose and a plan for each and every one of us. And how much more so for the man and wife who agreed to come together and mm. work for God and let the plan of God unfold. Amen. Well, let's pray for him right now, baby. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for each and every one that has watched this program right now, this service. God, we pray for those marriages. Lord, whatever they're going through, whatever difficulty, whatever season of despair that they're going through, no matter what's been said, no matter what's been done, you are bigger. You so, it. God, I'm praying you convict the hearts where there would be no judgment, but there would be conviction. And that, yes. Lord, what needs to be repented of would be, and they would surrender their lives first and then their marriage to you, God. We declare, God, that marriages are going to be saved. Marriages are going to be healed because, God, you are in their marriage. And as long as you are there, all things are possible yes, to them are. that believe. So we thank you, God, for doing this in the name of Jesus. Amen.